Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God-given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hey, ladies. Welcome back to Ministry and Motherhood. I wanted to jump in and chat with you about something that God has been wrestling with me about recently, and that is this idea of expectations. Now, I know you have heard me talk about it before, and you've heard me talk about um, having grace and, and checking your expectations and looking at your expectations, but I really want to get deep into this idea of expectations and the type of expectations we put on ourselves as Christ followers, as moms, as ministry leaders, and as business owners, because too often we aren't always surrounded by other women like us, or we don't think we are because we're not talking about this with other women. And we don't recognize how unbelievably common it is to put Man, I wouldn't even just say the word unrealistic is reality here, but crazy, out of the ballpark, unbelievably unrealistic expectations on ourselves. And we go forward in life believing that, man, we have to live up to all of these things. And it's not because someone else has given us those expectations. It's not because our spouses or our parents or our leaders or our pastors have outright said that these are all the things that we need to have right and do correctly all the time. No, we have put these expectations on ourselves by ourselves. And when I stop and really think about that, I am just blown away by the schemes of the enemy that he knows He knows our heart's desire to be all that God has called us to be. He knows our heart's desire to steward all of the responsibilities God and roles God has called us to so perfectly well that we put these blaringly crazy expectations on our minds and our hearts and our spirits and we tell ourselves that we are not good enough until we fall into the trap of getting all these things correct. And can I just tell you, man, I just want to dispel something right now. God does not put those expectations on you, my beautiful friend. No, there is nowhere in scripture where God tells you that you have to look on point all the time, that you have to have the perfect weight and the perfect diet and you have to be the perfect mom who never raises her voice or always feeds organic, uh, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free options to your kids or always has the Pinterest-worthy house or your business is creating six figures after five months. No, no. Mama, God does not require that of you. He doesn't. He doesn't require us to be perfect at all times. He doesn't require us to be sinless. He doesn't require us to always have the answer or always get everything right every single time. In fact, God gives us freedom 
to be flawed. God gives us freedom to be imperfect. God gives us freedom to be weak. The scripture tells us that in our weakness, he is made strong. In fact, in being the people that our expectations don't desire us to be, we allow God to be the person that he is required to be. Did you catch that? And being the people that our expectations don't allow us to be, we allow God to be the perfect person he was created to be. To show up in all of his gifts. To show up in all of his goodness. To show up in all of his grace. To make a beautiful picture and testimony out of a broken and flawed human. Can I just confess to you today that I'm broken? Can I just confess to you today that I am a struggling wife and mother? There are many times I do things out of my humanness that I shouldn't do. There are many times I say things out of my humanness that I shouldn't say. There are many times in my business where I just sit back and beat myself up and I withdraw and I avoid and I get paralyzed and overwhelmed because I've put so many unrealistic expectations on myself that it has caused me to not even try sometimes to be paralyzed to stop showing up, to stop being obedient. And here's the deal. That is simply what God requires of us. Obedience. He simply requires obedience of us. And I know that so many times that obedience, especially if it is in things that are unknown or unproven or that seem imperfect in your life in those moments when he calls us to obedience in those things, it is so difficult to get ourselves to move forward. It's so difficult to get ourselves to take the first step. It is so difficult to move forward. And yet here we are in the arms of the Father, and he's simply saying, Lauren, Just be obedient. And what does that obedience look like? Does it look like being perfect? Does it look like going through this ginormous process that's going to be so much hard work and so much sacrifice? Most of the time, no. Most of the time that obedience is just taking one simple, small step that might feel uncomfortable, that might be a little little fearful, that might seem unknown or unproven in our past and our life experiences, but God just tells us to do it, to move forward. You know, I've met people that God has asked them to sell all their possessions, give it to the poor, and go live in an emissions field and do their life that way. And that's incredible. But can I just tell you that step of obedience was not from out of nowhere. That step of obedience started somewhere small. It started asking them to look at their budget and begin spending more wisely. It started telling them to um, pick up their stuffs and maybe sell their house and live in a rental or buy an RV to live in for a while. It started with God telling them, hey, why don't you just stop doing this one thing? Stop going out to eat. 
Stop getting your daily Starbucks. Stop spending money on this subscription that you never use and cut back your budget. And more and more small steps of that obedience led them to the place where they were able and easily able to say, okay, we're going to sell what we have and we're going to go move on on this mission that God has for us and what he's called us to. God doesn't take this person that is just beginning to chase after their God dreams or follow the callings that God has put on their lives or, or follow the vision and the dreams that God has put in your heart. And he doesn't say, hey, wake up, change everything about your life right now and get going. No, you know who tells us to do that? We do. The devil has these tricky little schemes in his mind that allows us to believe that everything needs to be perfect from day one, from moment one, and we need to do all of these things all at once. And so he gets in our heads and he begins this comparison trap. And he begins telling us that, man, they're doing this and they're doing this and it looks like this for them and it looks like this for them and and you need to do all those things, Lauren. You need to get it together. You need to get your life sorted out right now and it needs to change tomorrow. And do you know what that leads to? It leads to unmet expectations. And do you know what unmet expectations leads to? Disappointment. Feelings of failure. Feeling unworthy. Feeling unloved. Feeling like you're not good enough for the things that God desires you for. And all of those are lies. Lies that the devil so connivingly schemed in order for you to feel that way. Because when you feel that way and begin to believe those lies, you stop chasing after who God has called you to be and who he's called you to serve and the many roles that he's called you to steward. But when you can set yourself back and recognize, okay, some of these expectations I am putting on myself, the Lord's not putting it on me. My husband's not putting it on me. My kids are not putting it on me. My clients are not putting it on me. The people that I serve are not putting it on me. I'm putting it on myself. And maybe there's a moment in time where I need to just let go of these expectations and allow God to do the work in obedience. God simply expects obedience. And you know what? So many times we find even in scripture that that obedience is so difficult for the people of God to follow. And most of the time that obedience runs out of feelings of unworthiness, Feelings like we are going to fail or we can't possibly accomplish what God has ahead of us. But that puts us in the most beautiful spot. Because when we feel that way, then we're desperate for God. And can I just tell you that when you allow yourself to get to a point that you have these high expectations that you're trying to fulfill... You start to do it in your own control, in your own power, in your own abilities, and you stop allowing God to show up. You stop allowing yourself to be desperate for the Holy Spirit. And what do we do? We begin to follow people. 
We begin to follow people's methods. We begin to follow people's paths and plans. We begin to follow people's processes that aren't all bad things. And some of those are very God-driven things. But in the midst of that following people and not following God, we begin to take control of the choices and the behaviors and the roles and the responsibilities. And we begin doing it in our own power. And yes, sometimes you can be successful by the world's standards in that way. And yes, sometimes you can make an impact because God is still so good and he has created you in his own image that even when we're in our full humanness, out of our own human nature, God can still use us. But the further and further we drive our own agendas and expectations in our own control and in our own hands and in our own minds, the further and further away we get from hearing the voice of God. And we get to this place where we recognize that we are so far from him. We're so far from his plans and we're so far from his purposes and we're so far from the things that God desires to do in us. And it becomes more and more difficult to let go the longer you've been doing it. And so I want to challenge you, if there's ladies listening in today and you feel like maybe a year ago, a month ago, a week ago, 10 years ago, You grabbed control out of your own unmet expectations, out of your own expectations and desires, and you began to do things out of your own power and will and abilities and following the paths of other people that might love God and be following God, and all that's great. But you let go of allowing the Holy Spirit to invade in the conversation of the choices you make and the decisions you make in your daily life. I want to challenge you. It's not too late. It might feel too late. It might feel so scary and so risky to let go. But trust me, when Jesus left, he said he's leaving a gift behind for us, and that's the Holy Spirit to walk alongside us, to talk to us, to communicate with us, to direct us, to guide our lives. And that Holy Spirit, no matter how far away you've gotten from hearing the voice of God and being obedient to God, that Holy Spirit's speaking to you. And it's speaking to you right now. And so I challenge you, if you're willing to just take some time and lay it down at the feet of the cross and say, God, I am so sorry. I've taken control. I desire for you to move in and through me, for you to have it all. Everything I steward, every role, every responsibility, it's yours, God. I don't want to do it in my own power anymore. I don't want to do it following the plans and the the purposes and processes of other people. I want to do it following your plans and purposes and processes. And if you're in that place, surrender it to him and say, God, what is it you're calling me to be obedient in? What is it? And he's going to reveal it to you. He is going to speak it to you in the whispers of your heart, in conversations with other people. Maybe he's already spoken it to you. You've written it down in your journal and you've forgotten about it. 
Ask God to speak it again and then ask him for confirmation. And I promise you, if you say, God, I need confirmation in this, he is going to give you confirmation. And it can come in so many forms. Man, I've gotten confirmation in dreams. I've gotten confirmation in listening to the radio that all of a sudden a song comes on or a person starts talking and they speak exactly what God is trying to speak to me in conversations with other people, in random text messages from friends or people that I haven't talked to in a very long time, in emails, in my own thoughts, in my prayer time. God has given me confirmation over and over and over again in so many ways. And he is good and faithful like that. But can I tell you, sometimes when he's calling you to be obedient in that stuff, sometimes it's going to require some risky steps. Sometimes it's going to require letting go of something you've worked so hard and long for and that you feel like, man, it's fulfilling. You feel like is using your gifts. You feel like it's glorifying God. But if you're willing to sacrifice it at the altar of Christ and be obedient to what he's calling you to, he has so much more in store for you. So much more freedom. So much more hope. So much more fulfillment. And sometimes that's in our finances. And sometimes that's in our time. And sometimes that's in our intentional relationships. And sometimes that is in just even discovering and recognizing the gifts that God has for us. But ladies, let's stop living our lives in such a way that we allow the enemy to get into our expectations and we distort it to look like we're being obedient to God or we're following God's calling and instead we ignore the voice of God. We ignore the still small whispers. We ignore the loud kicks in the back. We ignore the promptings of the Holy Spirit that tells us to just stop, rest, listen, and hear. It's never too late to surrender. It's never too late to be obedient to God. It's never too late to follow him. Can I just tell you, let's look at scripture, okay? Jonah, the famous story of being swallowed by a whale. Why was he swallowed by a whale? Because he was avoiding the call of God and God met him in the ocean and he tried to escape and then God met him in the whale and he tried to escape and eventually he was ready and willing to be obedient to God's calling even when he felt unqualified and not good enough and God went and did miraculous things through him. Let's talk about David. Can I just tell you he had the calling of God on his life at such a young age and he was following that calling and somewhere along the line he began to do his own things and to take it into his own control and he sinned and he tried to cover up that sin and he sinned more and he tried to cover up that sin and he sinned more and yet God still was obedient to allow him to surrender those mistakes and that passed and continue to follow the anointing and calling that God had for him. Let's talk about Moses. Man, God asked Moses to go and lead the people to the promised land. And Moses did what? He avoided it. He said, I can't do this. I am not capable. And so God sent a helpmate, right? He sent Aaron to come and be the speaker for Moses because Moses felt unqualified in his own petitions. And can I just tell you that if God believes something in you and yet it hurts your heart or it's a struggle for you, God is willing 
to make concessions for you. He is willing to work with you. He is willing to bless you with the things that you need in order to accomplish the things that God has called you to do. He doesn't just say, hey, go and do this and be obedient and you're on your own. No. God says, if you're obedient and you're willing, I will provide you every single thing you need along the way in order to continue to be obedient, in order to be successful, in order to recognize what I've done in and through you and for my plans and purposes in your life to succeed. God is so gracious. He is so loving. He is so unbelievably knowing and powerful. And even the things inside of us that we haven't quite put words to or recognized or processed, God already knows and he's already worked out a plan and a path to get us past that to move us alongside that. I mean, you guys have heard my story. It's crazy. I felt called into ministry, and to me, that was pastoral ministry in the walls of a church for the rest of my life. That's where it was going to be. No ifs, ands, buts about it. I was 100% confident, and then God calls us out of vocational ministry, moves us across the country where we know no one. We're working secular jobs outside of the church, doing all these other things, and, and man, God had a plan in it. But it felt so uncomfortable and it was hard and I felt so inadequate and it was a long process for me to really get on board what God was calling me to. A long process. And yet he was faithful and yet he had a plan and all of it. Three months later, my husband lost his job that we got relocated for and we were like, God, why? Why did you do this? And there was a plan and a purpose. He meant for us to be here, and he used that job as the vehicle to get us here. But it wasn't what was going to keep us here, right? God had a plan. He has a purpose. I mean, I I came across the online business world and started out my job simply to make income and be flexible around my family schedule and doing assistant jobs for other people. But I knew that was not my calling. I knew that was not my purpose. I knew this was not what God had for me long term. But it was the doors that opened up me to see the ministry possibilities in the online business space with so many moms. And Christ followers who are trying to follow God's plans and yet sometimes get so caught up in the things of this world and what everybody else is doing and comparing to everybody else and following everybody else and trying to get the hot ticket item to figure out the fastest way to the success that God's calling us to. No, all of it was a process that led me to where I am today to be able to serve you. And God is walking you alongside that exact same process and wants to hold your hand and wants to provide for you everything that you need in order to be obedient to him. So let me challenge you in this. If God is calling you to more, if you are in a place where you just don't feel like you're doing all that God has called you to do, like you're meant for more, but yet you're so paralyzed in the overwhelm of not knowing what to do or or how to take the next step or what that looks like. Can I just tell you, God's asking you to surrender those expectations and to be obedient in the next thing. If you don't know what that next thing is, what is the last thing God told you to be obedient in? 
Have you been obedient in it? Are you consistently obedient in it? Then be consistently obedient in it and go after all that God has ahead of you. Go after it. And you know what? I am so passionate and excited about this because I believe there are so many ladies that are just stuck and frozen because you're unsure of what that next step looks like and because you've put these unbelievable expectations on yourself and they have gone unmet for so long that you don't even know where to go or where to start or how to change or refine or any of that, that I want to offer you a free one-on-one strategy session that is going to help you discover what is the next most life-transforming habit, step, discipline, or routine you need to implement into your life in order for you to begin to live out the calling that God has put on your life, the fulfillment that God has called you to have in all the roles you steward as wife, mom, Christ follower, leader, business owner, whatever that looks like so that you don't have to be stuck in the overwhelm anymore. And instead, you can have peace and freedom recognizing, man, I'm making progress. Even if it is just in one simple thing, I'm making progress. And as I get good in that, God's going to add more. And as I get good in that, God's going to add more. And he's going to give me more responsibilities and more anointing and more authority and more influence and more impact in order for him to be glorified. And if that's where you're at, please email me at lauren at laurenapple.org or shoot me a DM in Facebook or join my Facebook group, Ministry Plus Motherhood, where I can connect with you and I will get you on my calendar this month, the rest of this month and a little bit into August. I am offering six free one-on-one strategy sessions, okay? Normally, these are $150 at a charge. So feel free to get booked to get the next six sessions as soon as possible to get on my calendar. Shoot me an email. Send me a message on Facebook. Connect with me, and I would love to partner with you on your next step so you can escape the overwhelm, so you can find peace and fulfillment, so you can get out of your unrealistic expectations and have the next step towards all that God has for you. I love you ladies, I'm praying for you. Know that I'm so excited about what God has in store for you here in 2021 and beyond and the many ways he's gonna use you in your home and outside your home. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you. But more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry and Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.